Hello, I'm Josh. And I'm Gabriel. And today we are reading the gospel. Welcome back to Bible Reading 365. We're glad that you're with us. Today we are continuing our study, uh, understanding what the gospel is, and diving into the book of 1 Corinthians, specifically chapter 15. So come along with us on this journey. We invite you to give feedback and ask questions and, and just share with us as we study the gospel together. So Gabriel, I want to ask a question. Sure. Um, when we say gospel, we're talking about Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, right? Some years ago, when you said the word gospel, I would have asked you which one, because there are four of them trying to show off my biblical knowledge. <laughs> but uh, it seems that the gospel is way more than that. Uh, can I read the verse from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 1, verse 1? Yes. 1 and 2. I'm reading from New Revised Standard Version. Since many have undertaken to compile a narrative about the events that have been fulfilled among us, and this is the narrative that Luke wrote, the Gospel according to Luke. So, even if we have four Gospels or four books in the Bible which we can call Gospel. The Gospel is way more than that. Yeah. And um, let's go to the verse that you suggested, 1 Corinthians chapter uh, 15. Before we go there, I, I just want to ask the question. Sure. Out of those four books, which one's your favorite? Uh, well, uh, each one is a favorite for something. Yeah. When I want to read something quick and to get the excitement and the energy of the gospel, I go to the gospel according to Mark. When I want to really focus on the nature of um, uh, sin and salvation and, and what Jesus Christ did and how he became like one of us, I go to the gospel according to Luke. And uh, when I would really like to understand Jesus' mission as the Son of God, I go to the Gospel according to John. Mm -hmm. And of course, Matthew is the perfect link between the Old uh, Testament and the New Testament. Yeah, see, that's a very political answer. <laughs> For me, I, I like John. I mean, I like all the Gospels. Yes, mm -hmm. I, I could say I can get everything out of them, but, but there's something about John. And I, I just love how he, he writes, the disciple that Jesus loved. Mm -hmm. um, and, but yes, the gospel is more than just these four books. And you can't just focus on one of the gospels, uh, the, the books. So let's go to 1 Corinthians 15. And um, I will read, I'm reading out of the NIV. Um, so 1 Corinthians 15, verse 1, it says, Now, brothers, I want to remind you, of the gospel I preach to you, which you received and on which you have taken your stand. So this gospel we receive, how do we receive it? It was preached. This is what the Bible says. And uh, in the gospel of, at the end of the gospel of Mark, Jesus Christ said, go into all the world and preach the gospel. Yeah. It is a commandment. It is a commission. And from this verse, we get more information because um, I've not only just received the gospel, I've mm -hmm. not only heard it, hey, I heard a good sermon today, I can go home and, uh -huh. and come back next week. But 
Paul says, I've taken a stand. Yeah, so the gospel is more than just information. Yeah. It is um, principles to live by. Yeah. We stand in the gospel. And uh, in verse two, it says, by which we are being saved. If you hold fast to the word of God that was preached to you, that is the gospel. Mm -hmm. So there are multiple dimensions here. The gospel is not just a narrative, a story, a biography, or a book in the Bible. Uh, and the gospel is way more than just information. Uh, the gospel is the power of God. Uh, it is the way of living, the principles to live by, to guide our steps. And uh, how about if we uh, uh, share a couple of more verses uh, about the gospel? Okay, um, do you want me to finish off First Corinthians oh, fifteen sure. three, and then okay, um, we'll we'll move to some others. For I received, uh, for what I received, I passed on to you as of first importance that Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures, that He was buried, and that He raised on the third day according to the Scriptures, and it goes on. So the core of the gospel is Jesus Christ. Yes, as Go ahead. No, I I was just going to continue with that thought that it is the core, and we know that the Word of God is, uh, John says, and the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, is mm -hmm. Jesus Christ. And so uh, it's not just the four Gospels. You can find the Gospel in every book of the Bible, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, that, that Jesus Christ came. And, and I think it might be good for us to briefly define Gospel Again, what is the gospel? And, and we've done this already. Yeah, as we said last time, the gospel is the good news that God's original plan when he created us into his image for joy, for peace, for happiness, plan which was destroyed by our sin. Mm -hmm. And our sins became like a wall of separation between God and us. And as a result, um, we are dying in this world today. So the good news is that Jesus Christ came to die in our place. So if we believe in him, God's original dream for humanity will be restored. Yeah. All right, so why don't you share another verse with us that demonstrates that the gospel is more than just this narrative story of Jesus on the earth. Yeah, we have a, um, a long list. Maybe you can choose a couple of them. Yeah. Um, first, I'll go to Romans chapter 10, verse 16. And the first part of the verse says, they have not all obeyed the gospel. So we can obey the gospel. The gospel is um, uh, made up some principles to live by. It is like a moral code. Mm -hmm. It is the will of God that is being revealed to us. Yeah, um, and in Romans 2.16, the Bible says, On that day when, according to my gospel, God judges the secrets of men by Christ Jesus. So the, the gospel is also used as a measure, as a mm -hmm. bar, um, by which to judge. I would read from Galatians chapter 2, verse 14. But when I saw that their conduct was not in step with the truth of the gospel, or in sync, or in harmony, mm -hmm. That means our lives have to be aligned, have to be calibrated yeah. 
by the principles of the gospel. So the gospel is more than just a story, more than just a book in the Bible. It is a way to live by. Yeah. Yeah, and this this life that we live, um, it, it affects everything. It, it's not just the spiritual realm, you know, when we're having devotions or time with God each day. Um, this this gospel should change who we are as Christians, as Christ followers. Um, it should affect our work life, our home life, our uh, family life, friend life, our alone time life. It should change the very being of who we are. should penetrate every corner of the human being, uh, every remote uh, corner of the heart. Yeah. And in Revelation 14, 6, um, you know, I love this. This is those three angels' messages that we find um, going to the end of the, going to the world at the end of time. And it says, uh, Then I saw another angel flying directly overhead with an eternal gospel to proclaim to those who dwell on the earth, to every nation, tribe, and language, and people. You know, this, this gospel, um, there, there's two things in here. One, mm-hmm. It's eternal. Mm-hmm. Um, this is never going to end. It's not like, uh, okay, now that was the past, and here's something new. There is no gospel for the Jews versus the gospel for Christians. Well, and that's the other thing in this verse is, is this gospel is true for everyone, um, both those who weren't, went before and those who have come after. You know, we're we're all saved by Jesus' death on the cross, whether you died uh, at the time of Adam or whether you're alive today. Um, it is it is valid for everyone. Mm-hmm. I'd like to mention one more verse from Second Timothy chapter 1, verse 10. It is a very profound statement. Our Savior Jesus Christ abolished death and brought life and immortality through the gospel. So here, uh, the word gospel refers not just to uh, a series of events in the life of Jesus Christ as recorded in a book in the Bible. Mm -hmm. It is um, the whole plan of salvation. It is the essence of what God is doing for us, humanity, to restore his original plan for us. And I think that's the key point that we're trying to get across to you today, the listeners. Um, the gospel is everything. Um, as we as we live out the Christian life, uh, as we are saved, we're changed, and and others should be able to see that in us. It's active. It's powerful. Uh, this good news that we are saved by Jesus' death, and. Uh, I like to kind of summarize this idea that uh, the gospel is in its core focusing on Jesus Christ. It is about Jesus. Mm -hmm. And as an overarching concept of the Bible, the gospel is the whole revelation of the will of God. It is how it was presented through the life and the teachings of Jesus Christ and how it was passed on from generation to generation until it uh, reached us today. Mm -hmm. 
It is the power that changes us, that transforms us, that shapes our characters, that molds us into the image that we, uh, we have been created, but we lost through sin. Yeah. And so as we go through this year, as we continue studying and, and understanding the gospel, um, we're going to be going to the Old Testament. We're going to be going to the New Testament, and we're going to tie in these these concepts that that will hopefully help you see that the gospel um, changes us, and and it it is life, um, and it's our hope, and it's our our joy. Um, next time we get together, we are going back to the very beginning, um, the very first chapters in the Bible. Uh, we already start to see the gospel. And so we invite you to come with us on that journey. Uh, we'll be taking a, a journey over the next few episodes through the Old Testament with the gospel, and then um, we're going to be diving into the, the meat of this, which is the events of the gospel. So um, as we close, let us just recap. The gospel is not just a narrative. The it is a narrative. You know, we, we have the books, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. These are the narratives of, of what Christ did on this earth. But it, it's not just that. As we read that gospel, it should change who we are. It should um, affect us. It, it should uh, inform us. It should create us uh, in us a desire to, to share with other people as well. So the gospel is not just informational. It is transformational. Yes. Yeah, and we as Christians want to be transformed. Mm -hmm. And so let's close with a word of prayer and ask that God will transform us. Um, Father God, I thank you that when you made us perfect, when you made us without sin and, and we chose to sin, Father, I thank you that you made a way for reconciliation. Mm -hmm that we don't have to die an eternal death for the choices we made, but that Jesus came and died that we might live. And Father, I don't want to continue living in that sin, doing things that, that hurt others, that hurt you. But I want to live a life that makes you happy. I want to live a life that serves others and that cares for those around me. And I know there are others who have this desire too. And so, Father, I pray that you will transform us. Amen. So we invite that process. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.